Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Champy's Chicken brings you this hour. Highway 119 in Alabaster, the best southern fried chicken with Sterling and his crew right down there. Open for lunch right now. Open that door at 11 a.m. There to serve you lunch and dinner. Great to take home and watch the games Wednesday night as uh, Auburn's at Tennessee and Bama's at Ole Miss. We're about to talk about the wild race in the SEC with Richard Hendricks. This hour brought to you by Champy's Chicken, champyschicken.com. All right, you see Richard now on the SEC Network at rhendricks35 on Twitter. He joins us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. What is up, Richard? How are you today? Hey, guys. Good to be here. All good on my end. Well, it's good to talk to you as always. Uh, let's start with Alabama at Kentucky. That was an embarrassing defensive performance. You know, I said earlier, Richard, I, I think your hope if you're an Alabama fan is that Nate Oates doesn't have to say a word about this to his team, that there's enough leadership that is embarrassed by that, that Wednesday at Ole Miss, you get your best defensive performance of the year. I mean, that's what you would hope, obviously, if you're an Alabama fan. Well, you definitely hope that is the response. Uh, you know, with Kentucky, you have to give the credit to them. This is a very talented team. We know that they can score in a uh, impactful way just as much as Alabama can. But you have to do a better job on the defensive end. But I also think not having Latrell Reitzel as, as a ball handler and a shooter played a little bit of the role at Kentucky was able to extend their lead. To not have that balance to be able to attack the same way and also have another on-ball defender played an impactful way and how Alabama was uh, routed on the road. So they've given up 92 in five of their last six games. Some of those obviously wins, and this Alabama team was really hot coming into the Kentucky game, but I asked you last week on this show, I said, with great athletes, defense is all about effort, right? You said, yes, it is. So how much of this, as good as Nate Oates has done with this program and building this, how much is on Nate Oates? Well, well, it's it's hard to be a good defensive team when you're putting up a lot of points. I mean, now they've had some showings where obviously they win games by 30 points when the defense is looking good and the offense is looking great. But if you look at any team, historically, basketball has a balance on both ends of the court. You look at those old NBA teams with the Phoenix Suns and Steve Nash. They scored a lot of points, but they also are not able to hold people to low numbers. And at the same time, you can remember those Detroit Pistons teams we're keeping teams and winning championships in the 60s. So it's a connected style. Kentucky, for the same way, you win, you score uh, 117 points, but you give up 95. So the balance in the way that you play complementary basketball is going to play a role in it. But Alabama is going to have to do a better job at limiting the turnovers, which leads to the fast break layups getting back in defensive transition, not allowing Kentucky to get on the wings and push it up the sideline to get easy shots. And then when you're just guarding on the ball, that is a pride thing when you're going on the ball defense, not letting people get you off the dribble drive. But the team has to focus a little bit more to lock in for longer periods of time. But it's connected. Uh, I will tell you that when Alabama beat Florida the other night, that comeback went in overtime. And they were in sole possession. I felt like they had a chance to win it rough. I started to let my mind slip there and say, 
you know, I think Alabama is going to going to win this SEC regular season. Now you lose at Kentucky. Auburn wins at Georgia without Jalen Williams. Tennessee's got both Auburn and Alabama this week. South Carolina's hanging in there. This looks like it's going to be a wild race down the stretch here. Um, do you have a feel on who has an advantage in these final four games? Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, the, the advantage goes to the Auburn Tigers. I mean, right now, and I've said this for weeks, this league is wide open, and it all comes down to scheduling and matchup. But if you look at the last four games that Auburn has, they have the much more favorable schedule compared to the other teams that are in the mix to win it. Alabama has a tough schedule coming down the road. Tennessee has to play Alabama, Auburn, Kentucky, and South Carolina, all four teams that are in the top five of the league. So Auburn, with the fact that they have to play Georgia, uh, other teams as well that they feel like they have the upper hand outside of Tennessee on the road, has the favorable schedule to fly under the radar and maybe sneak a championship after other people had a, counted them out. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, – it's almost like a battle royal, you know, where everybody just keeps coming to the yeah. ring right here going down the stretch. But to his point, if Auburn, gets ten, if Auburn beats Tennessee Wednesday in Knoxville, I mean, that's an upset. But if they beat Tennessee oh, yeah. Wednesday in Knoxville, it could be Bruce Pearl's championship. Check Bruce's record against Tennessee. It's been pretty good. Richard yeah. Hendricks is with us, SEC Network, at our Hendricks 35. He's on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Uh, you you brought Auburn up. That was an impressive win at Georgia. You know, doing it without Jalen Williams, I think we all wondered what Auburn team would show off. And they had their best road, the best road shooting performance of the SEC season this year. Not Auburn's best. I think the SEC's best, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's what they're going to need. You know, yeah. you you have to have the guard play is going to step up. As I've sung the praises of Janai Broom all season long, he doesn't have his other front court made in Jalen Williams, but he demands people to have to. Decide if you're going to dig down or double team. He can score one-on-one. He can draw fouls and get to the free throw line. And he's a willing passer to kick it out for shooters. So when you have players like Chad Baker-Mazzara knocking down threes, scoring at at high rates, and as well as um, the other guard play from Auburn hitting shots from the outside, now you have the balance that really makes this a dangerous team. But it's about matchups. And if you look moving forward, what teams match up well against their opponents? And that's what it all boils down to when you get to March. Who do you play well against? And it matters when you talk about the last four games of the SEC slate, the SEC tournament, and more than anything, the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and Aiden Holloway is that other guard you're talking about. I mean, he has really right. struggled behind the arc. And, you know, he comes on 5 of 8 this past Saturday. Once you get Jalen Williams back, if you can get Holloway making those outside shots, how dangerous is Auburn? Well, they're, they're very dangerous because they have depth. Uh, they can defend when they want to. They can play multiple styles of game. They can play a slow grind-out game, and when the defense is going, they're tough to play against. And they can also, when they're shooting well, they can score with high numbers. So a team that I've mentioned all season long that I thought was very dangerous is just because of their play style versatility. You have a big man you can throw it into. You have some guards that are willing and capable shooters and scorers. It's just a matter of getting hot and getting it all together at the right time. And they looked pretty good against Georgia this weekend. Speaking of hot now, they, uh, we, we talk bad about Alabama's defense. But that Kentucky team, they beat Auburn in Auburn. I don't know what happened at LSU. Then they beat Alabama. Uh, it does feel like Calipari's team, not as young as some of his teams, but it had some youth there. They seem to be finding a good mix at a good time of year. Can Kentucky make a deep run in March Madness? I think they can. I mean, when you have the talent that they have um, – and depending on who they match up against. But athletically and skill-wise, when you talk about Dillingham 
and um, Reed Shepard, as well as Antonio Reeves. You're talking about with the ball. I don't know if there's anyone that can stay in front of those guys when you give them space and allow them to operate and with their shot making ability. So they're a team that can get hot defensively. If they can get some things cleaned up with the interior defense, Aaron Bradshaw and Big Z will have to be much better. Anyunsu has done some really good jobs with his shot blocking and rim protection. But as far as containing dribble penetration and focusing on every single play, that's what's going to have to be for Kentucky to win games. They've had several winnable games in the SEC, and the reason they're not in this conversation to win the championship right now with the other teams who are a game or two ahead of them is just because of defensive lapses. They they have to do a better job of focusing and locking down. Richard Hendricks is with us. Uh, I I wanted to pull up his box score from Saturday real quick, Uh, his line in the box score from Saturday against Texas A&M. Tennessee got the win, Richard, of course. But um, I, I was just so impressed watching some of that game uh, by the play of Zakai Ziegler, but I wanted to get this right. Nine defensive rebounds, 14 assists, four steals, nine points. I mean, he doesn't even record a triple-double, but that's an amazing line for a guard. Zakai Ziegler, one of the best players really in the country, not just in the SEC. And if you go and look at that box score, let me know if I'm remembering this right. Is it zero turnovers? Zero turnovers. I should have included that. You're absolutely right. 14 assists, no turnovers. When, when you talk about that, that Tennessee team, powerful, strong, tough, they play right on the line of a foul with their physicality. But they have a true point guard in Zakai Ziegler who understands the balance of the floor. He can play in a slow pace. He can play in a fast pace. He can put people where they need to be. Obviously, he has a good high assist-to-turnover ratio and understands how to play defensively. He pressures the ball well and starts it off for that team. So it's a very dangerous team. And when they have it clicking, I know they have the tough games down the stretch, but this is the preseason favorite to win the SEC, and I think they can do it. But they have a uh, tough schedule coming in front of them, but they definitely have the talent and the personnel. Hot debate in college basketball coming on the heels of uh, Wake Forest win this past weekend in Winston-Salem. I was going to ask you as a former player, uh, have you been on either side of a court storming, and did you ever feel threatened by a court storming? Well, first off, let me ask, answer the second one. I, I've never felt threatened. I'm going to just be straight up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Richard's yeah. a big guy now. He's a yeah. big guy. Let's, Again, I, I think I think this is uh, from Caitlin Clark to what we saw with Flip this past weekend. I think we got a little flopping, just my opinion. <laughs> a little too much. Listen, yeah. I, I've... I haven't. I played a long time. I never had any intimidation issues on the court. I mean, but I will say this: I understand the situation of people want player safety. I'd have played in a game that was a court storm, and I go back to when I played at Alabama in 2007. We were the number four team in the country. We beat. Um, we lost on the road at Notre Dame. Uh, people might not have to remember. Go back to around December of 2006, I believe it was. We lost at Notre Dame. There was a court storming. Um, I never felt threatened. I mean, if you see someone get in your personal space, I mean, I think your first rule is to protect yourself at all times. I mean, I think it's one of those things where I love to see the pageantry and the excitement around the game. The court storming uh, is something that makes those games fun. Maybe they need to have a little bit better job with the security. I don't know if I feel a certain way that it needs to be totally banned. I also don't feel the same way about the handshaking line. Everyone says get rid of this. You have to have some personal control. It's a part of decorum in the game and sportsmanship. You shake their hand, you move on. If the students want to come on the court, 
it's within yourself to understand the environment and get off the court as quickly as you can. Now, listen, I'm a guy who played 13 years professionally. 12 of them were overseas. I played in Tel Aviv, Israel. I played in Serbia, uh, Belgrade, Serbia. I played in Athens, Greece. So hostile crowds don't really bother me. I played in places where they have flares lit in the stands. They're throwing batteries at you on the court. I mean, there's going to be armed security guards around the whole bench in the court playing in games in Belgrade, Serbia. So to me, I don't know if I got too much concern about a student running out in the front of me in the court. (laughs) Just my opinion. I think I can kind of take care of that myself. Have you ever talked to Slay? Slay told us the story one time. Where was he playing? Do you guys remember? Oh. I think it was Turkey. Was it Turkey? Yeah, think James right. We it- played for the same club. We uh, played for Galatasaray, Istanbul. We played for the same club. It, it's listen. When you play abroad, you become just this kind of. You become numb to it. I look back on it now that I'm done playing. And I say I cannot believe I played in some of these environments. <laughs> I literally was in a game in the Euro League, and we were playing Partizan Belgrade. And it was a major call that was fouled. And I remember I celebrated and I got hit right here in the chest with the battery. I mean, like, and you just move on. Like, you just move on. You get it off the court and you do what you got to do. I mean, so I don't know how I feel about from a standpoint that if I see a guy running in to go celebrate at Wake Forest, if I'm too intimidated about it, you put your forearm out you stiff arm them, you get off the court as quickly as you can and you get back there and regroup. I mean, uh, it's a fun part of the game. Yeah, player safety should be something that is considered. Security can be considered. But have a little fun, too, with the game. We all love the visuals. We all love to see it. And if you're a student in college, that's an iconic moment in your career when you get to celebrate an upset of a top five, top ten team. So I don't know. I mean, listen, I might be an old guy, but I think follow, it might be follow, a little soft. Follow me here. I'm, a, I'm starting my basketball program. I'm getting big recruits. Should I let them redshirt their first year and I pay for them to play abroad? <laughs> Tough it up. And then they yeah. come back for me and then all of a sudden playing in Fayetteville or Auburn's yeah, not, not that big a deal. We don't have armed guards. Maybe that's the way to roll. No. Maybe that's no, the way I mean, to roll. Listen, I mean, I know, I know everyone talks about the jungle and they talk about these environments and it's hostile. Americans, and y'all were just talking about European travel. And what, Americans are very civil. Like, they are calm. These are not fans. Like, these are just people coming to the game. Play abroad, and you will then see what true support and fandom is like. These people are passionate. I've played environments that would put, honestly, the Iron Bowl in Alabama and and Auburn to shame. I mean, they really would. And people can't understand that. But if you go and Google, you look at teams, they'll look at Panathinaikos in Greece or Maccabi Tel Aviv and their – rosters that they play partisan belgrade uh real madrid and barcelona i've played in all of these environments and all of these rivalries and you will see what true fandom is like and if you're concerned about someone trickling onto the court from wake forest i don't know i mean listen i even listen john shire's my boy and i get him i played with them in maccabi tel aviv and you know i understand you want to protect your players but he's played in these tough environments as well at duke and abroad so Something does need to be done, but I don't want to see it leave. But personal responsibility of protecting yourself at all times just needs to be heightened in your own mind. I don't care where you are, even if it's in a court storming. All right, here's Richard Hendricks, Sam on the SEC Network. Excellent, excellent perspective there from Richard, a guy that's played the game. We greatly appreciate the time as always, Richard. Thank you, guys. Always enjoy it. 
All right, buddy, take care. R. Hendricks 35 is where you find Richard on Twitter and see him on the SEC Network doing a tremendous job with them. There are times where it sounds like playing internationally is more fun than being an NBA player. Oh, it's, uh, I don't know about now, fun. Interesting. Yeah. I would, I mean, now a high end NBA player, but if I'm just a bench warmer NBA player, it almost seems like that's more fun. Yeah, that's why, you know, I always say this guy probably not going to play in the NBA, but will be able to play overseas for a decade, make yeah. good money. I mean, you're not going to make NBA money. The more I look at this Filipowski, though, he actually is almost the guy that he's, he almost was the first to contact the student. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't blame him for that. Our friends at Rump Shaker, uh, back at it again and coming up at Regions Field. Yeah, March 23rd, the 16th annual Rump Shaker 5K. It's coming up Saturday, March 23rd, Regions Field. For more information, get registered. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Did you know that colon cancer is second leading cause of cancer deaths in America? It affects men and women equally. If you're 45 or older, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, it's treatable, it's beatable. Early detection is the key. Again, go online, rumpshakerinc.org. And also by our friends at Champies, Champies World Famous Fried Chicken Highway 119. In Alabaster, uh, Forrester's going to put up a great picture right there of that deep southern fried chicken. Brined overnight, cooked to order. They bring you this hour every day. Champieschicken.com, Mississippi Delta Recipe Tamales, and so much more. Go by and see Sterling today, Highway 119 in Alabaster. When we come back, we'll introduce you to a new show that starts today. We've also got trash for you. And you'll see our buddy Matt Rule take one for the team over the weekend. That's up next right here on TNR. Follow Brownie on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Brown Live. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. Let me introduce you to the new line of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. This great new line is perfect for the industrial athlete, the guy who is working on concrete or running through the warehouse all day long. Red Wing Athletics use the same technology found in a running shoe with soft mesh uppers, a lightweight aluminum toe for protection, and non-slip soles. This shoe is a winner. This comfortable new line of safety shoes are perfect for warehousing and light manufacturing. Plus, the colors look great. Stop by your local Red Wing shoe store, have your feet measured, and test drive a new pair of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. When on YouTube, you constantly hear requests to please like and subscribe. Well, here at Disrupt Media, we aren't going to play that game. Those demands are frankly outdated. So we just want you to hit like or subscribe. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. Pick a path, hit like, or hit subscribe. It's your call. We don't care which, just pick one. Or go to Roll Tide Pods and do it. Or War Damn Pods. Or the Disrupt Media YouTube channel. Or the Meltdown. Just make a decision and stick with it. Like or subscribe, the choice is yours. Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org. 
Let's face it, a home is one of the most powerful assets you can have. And our friends at Mortgage Right want to help you build wealth through home ownership. Mortgage Right is all about providing competitive rates, a variety of loan products, and a multitude of resources for a seamless home buying experience. They treat their borrowers like family and are always looking to bring more happy homeowners under their roof. See more by visiting mortgageright.com slash TNR today and start living. That's mortgageright.com slash TNR. NMLS 2239 equal housing lender. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Earlier in the show, uh, Hemphill brought us best and worst of the weekend. Great place to swing by and get your heating and cooling checked out before uh, the seasons change again, LT. Yeah, hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090. That is the number. Hemphill Services, Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys there. Make sure your unit ready to keep up with the changing weather. Trust the name. Birmingham has trusted since 1954 for plumbing, heating, and cooling. It's Hemphill Services. And uh, our Manscaped close shave of the day before Brown tells you about our friends at Manscaped. Our buddy Matt Rule in Lincoln, Nebraska. Halftime of their big win yesterday over Minnesota. They're letting the football players have a dunk contest. Hey, they were good, too. And Matt Rule is going to be a prop. for one. I don't have the football players' names here. But as you would imagine, it's a football player who's not playing for Nebraska basketball. And we almost lost the head of Matt Rule there. A little decapitation. <laughs> right, we almost lost the uh, le- left wrist of whoever that player is. Yeah, uh, you're right. A lot of football coaches don't like uh, their football players anywhere near a basketball coach. Oh, that, they used to, that used to be a big deal, but now you see more and more like this. Uh, I don't know how much you guys probably didn't watch at all, but both Micah Parsons and Puka Nakua were playing in the Celebrity All-Star game. And both were out there dunking and running around. And, and I was just thinking, there is no way that Jerry Jones wants Micah Parsons out there. There's no way Sean McVay yeah. wants Puka Nakua out there. Yeah. It was crazy, though, man. They had some good dunks. Like, yeah. better than some of the stuff you saw in the actual NBA dunk contest. Yep. Uh, Manscaped gives you that close shave of the day. It'll give you a close shave any day you want. I use the Beard Hedger three times a week. I got my schedule. Every Sunday before church, I use the Beard Hedger. I do it Wednesday for the midweek and then Friday to get ready for the weekend. Keep that beard nice and trimmed down the way I like it. It's got a dial-up guard on there. You're not popping guards on and off because if you can pop a guard on and off before you shave, it'll pop off easily while you're shaving and gap that beard. It's got the dial-up with more than 20 settings there so it can get the length of any beard you want that's just one of the great products there at manscaped.com they also got the weed whacker which takes care of the nose hair and the ear hair so you don't look like some unkempt crazy old man walking around with nose hair and ear hair it's got the lawnmower which takes care of the full body including the undercarriage so you could stay clean everywhere and cleanly shaven everywhere don't forget their male body products their boxer shorts listen if that man in your life has got a birthday coming up Or if you want to drop the hint to the lady in your life about your birthday coming up or maybe an anniversary gift, Manscaped is a great idea. So much so, we're going to help you save. Code TNR at checkout gives you 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That is code TNR at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use code TNR. Jim. 
I'm sorry. I it's been it's been a week of doing a show by myself in my own apartment in my head. That was close shave. Yeah, close shave, cutting it close. Okay, it's uh, time to introduce uh, our newest show that starts today. You already knew it was coming. You've seen the promotion and everything, but let's bring in the host of the meltdown, and they'll tell you what the show will be about and everything. Uh, the flames are going over on the Lego chair. One mic, two big people. Tim Melton, John Lunsford. Hey guys, how are you? Doing well. Happy to be here. Still recovering from pickup basketball myself. From late last week, I had Lance down there in the post, and he's an ankle biter for sure. <laughs> an ankle biter? What, yeah. what does that mean, Melton? That means that he's significantly smaller than I am down there, but he fights and scraps. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a compliment then. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I asked him afterwards, I was like, I knew you were big. I was like, what do you weigh, 280, 290? He's like 330. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just, hey, just to confirm, we don't have to go any further. Your your feet are 20 pounds each, right? According to you, yes. Were you here for that? Yeah. I Lance, was not here for Lance the size thinks, of a person's foot. No. Lance thinks each one of Melton's feet, Melton wears a size 18. He thinks each one of Melton's feet weighs 20 pounds, like independently if you cut it off. There's a lot of bone in that foot. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and that led EG to determine a scale you could use to weigh certain body parts. Yeah. Well, I just asked Melton, I was like, look, if you ever lose a foot, will you do us a favor and will you actually weigh it before you dispose of that part? I mean, what do you think? If you just had to guess an over-under on that that foot. So stand up. Okay. How's that going to help? Can you walk over to the middle over here? Oh, you're going to want to. Whoa. We're going to get a full eclipse here. Yeah. All right. So you're. All right. So you're looking. Step step back, please. Yeah. I got to be able to see full body. Yeah. Wow. What are you counting, Dunaway? I mean, the size of his foot all the way up. Yeah. Oh, size of his foot all the way up. And then you're going to divide by what? This is the stupidest thing. Yeah. I know. It really is melted. I don't say they're 20. I don't say they're 20 pounds. Okay. I'm going to say they're, I mean, there's there's a bone. There's one big solid bone there, but I'm going to say about 15 each. You remember the Little office rock star when Michael says, uh, how many beats per hour? How's that going to help you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to divide by 16. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so the meltdown today. Uh, yes. Give me Give me times location, everything I need to know if I want to tune in and, and watch this. Starts at 2 o'clock, streaming everywhere that the next round is currently streaming, uh, except we're on our own channel there, which you can find uh, there under the Featured Channels spot on YouTube. So make sure you like and subscribe there. But we're talking entertainment, pop culture. Uh, we are going to talk about the latest movie releases, music, video games. All of that is on the table, and we're very excited to debut our first ever episode today at 2 o'clock. We'll have the live chat feature for everybody to participate in the show, so we're looking very forward to that. So 2 o'clock Central uh, today, and uh, Monday through Friday, Lunsford? Monday through Friday, 2, 2, 3, roughly. We don't have to follow quite the same guidelines y'all do. Um, and then a lot of uh, pre-recorded content as well, just filling up the channel and yeah yep. g Kerbo says live only app that the answer is no right no so i'm actually working on our own app um oh. but but uh no not on the next round app everything for the next round be it next round live everything for the meltdown be at meltdown 24 7 but you can obviously find both channels on both places. okay i don't know if, if you guys are fans of the the zombie genre i'm not necessarily a huge fan um but if so best zombie movie of all time because I watched it last night. I just want to see if you oh, guys agree. You've, you've got the answer. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. seen it before. Maddie had never seen it. And, uh, it's the Tom Cruise one where they're really fast. You guys were talking about Johnny <laughs> Cash earlier. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake from Zack Snyder uh-huh. back in 2004 would be my favorite zombie movie experience. I really enjoyed that one. Okay. Uh, does I Am Legend count as a zombie movie? 
Uh, you know, it could, and it's I would kind of have vampires, right have zombies. I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. I like World War Z. That's where they're fastest. Brad Pitt, not Tom Cruise. Oh, damn um, I'm not. A, I'm not a horror person though. I don't really watch zombie movies. Yeah, you were thinking of uh, the Orson Welles remake that Tom Cruise was in. No, World no, World no, World no, no. I was thinking of World War Z, the little no. fast ones. Okay. It's uh, twenty eight. Well, twenty eight days later. Danny Boyle, oh, yeah. uh, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, they're actually, so they did, I, I never saw 28 months later, but they're doing 28 years later. Pre-production starts, I think, in May, but Cillian Murphy's coming back. Yeah, Murphy's having an absolute huge year off of Oppenheimer. He's winning all these awards. Probably the favorite right now to win the Oscar. He is. Minus lead actor. No, minus 900, I think. Yeah. He's one of my favorite actors right now. Yeah, no, he's he's crushing it. Peaky Blinders was a Peaky huge Blinders hit for is good, him. Yeah, uh, he's he's really becoming an A-lister, and a lot of people thought that that maybe wasn't possible. But I think that's the Christopher Nolan effect in, yeah. in play. For There's sure. a romantic comedy. Lunsford, you'll know it. Romantic comedy zombie movie. You know which one I'm talking about? Where there's love interest and uh, they end up uh, yeah. driving around. Good soundtrack. <laughs> sure. There's one called Warm Bodies. There's actually a movie called Lisa Frankenstein that's kind of the same thing that actually just came out that's terrible. What, I don't recommend it. What, Warm Bodies. What was the one with Schwarzenegger, though, where his daughter gets bit Maggie. or whatever? Maggie? Yeah. Maggie. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. That's the meltdown. Two o'clock. Two o'clock today, Central Time. Three o'clock Eastern. If you're watching, it's Eastern Time Zone. Uh, for the most part, no sports. They'll uh, dabble in sports and talk a lot of pop culture. That's later today. You can subscribe to The Meltdown right there on the YouTube channel at Meltdown247. It's a new pop culture brand from Disrupt Media. It's live today at 2 p.m. Put in the teleprompter. <laughs> I nail it. Yeah. That was really I got you. Well it's okay. Yeah. G. Kerbo needs to show his opinion on Sidney Sweeney. I think it's a consensus, universal yes. opinion. I, I don't think anybody... Has any other opinions on Sydney Swinton? Okay. Correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. With that said, it's time for trash, so rock them. <laughs> okay, so where's your house? That's uh, next to my neighbor's house. Hey, where's your neighbor's house? Ooh, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Try me. Next to my house. Step out the car, please. I'm going to jail? Uh, yep. LT's Trash is presented by Mortgage Right. Mortgages done the right way. Are you a veteran looking for a VA loan? Mortgage Right has been advocating for veterans since their company began. It's a veteran-owned, operated company committed to your well-being. They can help you find the best terms available, guide you through every step of the process. It's a veteran-owned, operated company. They understand the difference between working with someone who gets it, someone who doesn't. They've made it their mission to simplify the VA loan process. Visit their location, Highway 280 in Birmingham. You can apply mortgageright.com slash TNR. Call 205 Five eight one five ninety two hundred NMLS two two three nine equal housing lender Joe Exotic Tiger King back in trash today. Uh oh, he is, is he a, running for president still? No, 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 no. Uh, now we know that uh, Joe Exotic was a guy that uh, had a little flair to him, right? The uh, flair is one way of putting it. Uh, yeah. Is that still him on the right, right there? I don't want to jump the script here, Lance. That is not him on the oh, right. Okay. Um, as Matt Damon would say in Goodwill Hunting, uh huh, the Tiger King liked to putt from the rough. A little bit. He Pop has expressed his admiration for Machine Gun Kelly, claiming he'd woo his crush with, quote, a tiger and a bit of meth. Nothing a bit like of meth? Wooing with a tiger and a bit of meth. Now, Machine Gun Kelly recently took to Instagram to share an image of his new tattoo. That is his tattoo, by the way. One of the worst tattoos in the history of tattoos. Uh, a black block that takes up the entirety of his upper torso. Now, clearly impressed by this new ink exotic who is currently serving that 21-year prison sentence, commented on the post, quote, a tiger and a bit of meth, and you would be mine, LOL. Making his romantic intentions clear, exotic later reshared the photo, adding the words, a tiger and a little bit of meth, I can make Machine Gun Kelly gay. 
Now, is Machine Gun Kelly already gay? Uh, no, he's no, no, making Fox. Fox. Very straight. She was in Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tell you what, man, it's going to take if if Megan Fox is his is his uh, love interest, it's gonna take a lot more than meth. I'm afraid. Yeah. I would tell you though that in that picture, uh, you can't see because of the ticker. Uh, Tiger King is hiding his thumb, so maybe he's got an ugly thumb too that would turn oh. on Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> got toenail thumbs. The old yeah. Megan Fox. Now, where is his right thumb? Is what I would ask you. Well, the tiger smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one out of Columbus, Georgia. A man's body was found after a fisherman hooked into it and brought it to shore, according to coroner Buddy Brian. Quote, in 12 years, this is the first time I've had a fisherman hook a body and bring it into shore. End quote. A group of men were fishing Tuesday evening, the Chattahoochee River in Columbus, Georgia, when they made the, the hooch. gruesome discovery. Authorities believe the body is a man who reportedly jumped in the river on February 7th. Man has not been publicly identified. Brian says the ruling of his death, accidental drowning. Well, it's going to suck. Back. Is that the corner no, right there? That's the corner. The corner looks like the old man I was talking about, uh, John Maloney on uh, Frazier. Frazier, he does. A little bit, yeah. I think some of it's the uh, glasses around the neck. Didn't that guy always have glasses around his neck? I don't remember. He did. Um why it's gonna suck? You think you've caught a big fish and it's a human body? That's a muddy ass water back there too. Uh, we Chattahoochee, man. So I think this is an update. <laughs> Annual event commonly known as the Naked Man Festival came to an end after nearly one thousand years due to the declining population in the area. Yeah, we talked about this story earlier. Rockstar at some point because oh, no. they were letting they were letting like four or five. Females, like not four or five, but they're letting females sporadically join in for the first time That's in like right. a thousand years. And like, okay, we're going to end it this year, too. Yeah. Yeah. You guys put a big number out there to get me in the middle of that. You see Flapowski? <laughs> uh, yeah, wait for it. It's yeah. got another court storm there, don't you? You take him off in a body bag if you got in the middle of that. Uh, this festival, commonly known as the Naked Man Festival, involves hundreds of loincloth clad men gathering. At this temple to wrestle for ownership of a bag of talismans blessed by the temple chief priest. If Rockstar was in the middle of that, he'd be flopping, though. Yeah, that wouldn't be flopping. <laughs> he'd be falling to the ground all the time. Six to midnight, real quick. <laughs> now, the festival, which dates back more than a thousand years, is held annually on the seventh day of the Lunar New Year. Chief Priest announced that this year's festival, which was held this past Saturday, was the facility's last. Yeah. That's it. Thousands well, of years, we're done. So de- resigns or retires, and it's over. Like de- everything's ending. Declining population, you said, was the uh, reason, or declining popularity? I think uh, popularity. Popularity. Right, yeah, okay. they said the decision is due to the aging of individuals involved in the festival, a shortage of successors. While efforts were made to continue the festival to the best of their abilities, in order to prevent last-minute cancellations or disruptions in the future, the decision to cancel the festival itself has been made. I'm sure, plenty of people will lose sleep. So in that photo, Rockstar, every one of those guys is naked. Got a loincloth on. They're cheating a little bit. Oh, yeah, that is cheating. Yeah. Still, no, we just very uncomfortable. established Joe Exotic and which way he leans. I mean, population in that, I mean, it'd be hard to be straight if, to be in that, right? It'd be tough, yeah. I'm just, it's a lot of, a lot of sweaty bodies together. It's probably not a great But I don't even know how many dudes would want to be in the middle of that many women. That's just, that's a lot of bodies. That's just a lot of bodies, yeah. yeah. So, Rope Daddy, an exceptional specimen of big rope, one of the most sought-after varieties of French bulldogs, whose inevitable genetic traits allegedly make him worth. Hey, if I was looking for the sponsor 
for the previous story, Rope Daddy would have been the sponsor. There you go. $120,000. Now, this is a very unique-looking French for bulldog. For that dog? Yeah. Now, that's an ugly dog. 120000 Sporting what they claim is a beautiful cream-brown coat, mesmerizing golden eyes, compact body, and squarish head, Rope Daddy is considered one of the world's most luxurious big rope specimens. His Colombian breeder, Julian Monteo, Claims that the pooch embodies all the best traits of his breed, claiming that the current value is around $120,000. Caring for such a majestic specimen and catering to his every need isn't cheap. Julian says he spends about $350 a month on Rope Daddy's diet, which includes raw meat, carrots, and Greek yogurt, as well as vitamins and other supplements. In the U.S., demand for French Bulldogs with big rope characteristics has doubled. Trend that is currently being mimicked throughout South America as well, and that is bound to push the value of elite specimens like Rope Daddy even higher. Why did, Th- that's the nickname I want. Rope Daddy? I want to be known as Rope Daddy. Why do they call it Rope Daddy? Go to that festival if they bring yeah. it back. There's a Rope Daddy. See what can happen. hundred. Did you say that dog costs $120,000? Uh, they say? are valuing it at $120,000 just because it's got very interesting genetic traits. Like if you see a French Bulldog, they don't really look like that. They're not furry like that. Yeah, yeah that's it's got very interesting eyes. Yeah, yeah, the square head. How fast was he running when he ran into the wall that made his nose <laughs> like that? I don't think I'm sure fast. he's got a little, some breathing issues. They all have breathing issues. Real fun yeah. to sleep One with. ugly dog right there. I cannot imagine paying. Well, I, I wouldn't pay much of anything for a dog, but certainly not $120,000. Who, who has more obscure, obscured vision right now? That dog because of the snout? Or Ryland Griffin because of the Band-Aid. Back to the Band-Aid. The father you did it. Call back. <laughs> That's from the first segment, too. So, Ranker.com did the top 10 greatest American rock bands. I disagree with this list, Rocky. I don't know where you were on this. Uh, but here we go. Number 10 is Journey. I think they're probably worthy of top 10. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Journey did some really, really good songs. Um, they have their, their songs have stood the test of time. Yeah, this or is at where least one of them. Big problem. Number nine on the list is Metallica. Well, that Ooh, seems awful low. Way yeah. too low. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to have C8 through one before I, I make mean, my choice. number eight, not even close to Metallica, in my opinion. Credence, Clearwater Revival. Are you kidding yeah, Steve me? Steve Martin. John Fogarty is Steve uh, Martin. Awful. Credence Clearwater Revival in front of Metallica? Who did this? I think Seven might be worse. ZZ Top? Are you serious? That's one of my least... Them and the Doobie Brothers, one of my least favorite bands of all time. Just terrible lyrics. If I never listen to another ZZ Top song, it'll be too soon. What an awful group. Uh, Who did this? Rolling Stone? No, Ranker.com. Okay. Number six, great band, but I just don't think they've got the impact of like a Metallica, and that's Guns N' Roses. But I would say they definitely deserve to be in the top ten. Yeah, the problem with Guns N' Roses is they hit when I was in like middle school and high school. So you, I do think of them in nostalgia. Yeah, and I mean they were so. But at their popular. height, man, they were so, so good, so freaking good, so good. Uh, number five on the list, uh, very deserving, Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, whatever variety of Van Halen you liked, um, they were very consistent, very, very good. Uh, number four, maybe a little, it should be a little higher in my opinion. <laughs> hey, Rope Daddy, I was say on six. the far Channel right, yeah. he's getting after it. Far yeah. right is yeah. a Rope Daddy there. Yeah, that's Eddie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Eddie, Eddie wanted hey, you to don't, know. Don't put him in MLB's new pants. <laughs> Eddie wanted you to know he brought a gun to the table, yeah. didn't he? Uh, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to need to rearrange some blood. <laughs> <laughs> Number four on the list, Aerosmith. Maybe should be a little higher. I mean, yeah. you think about their... Can't go much higher than three, LT. Well, they're number four, but oh. the longevity 
I mean, we're talking, what, five decades? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and the original members, too. Yeah, Aerosmith stood the, stood the test of time. I'll give him credit. Is and that num- drummer about to hit the drums, Rockstar? <laughs> I disagree. Like, no, he's counting them down. <laughs> disagree with number three. I love them. I think the music early was great. They were too abbreviated, and that's Leonard Skinner. Yeah, I mean. We just didn't get enough. But I don't. I got no well, you, problem you got with being right there. I mean, they're better yeah. than any Man, of this I've, band so far. Yeah. I've seen Skinner like three times. I don't know any of them. <laughs> no, I exactly. think they're, they're the cover band? better than... But I mean, I would have like Aerosmith, Van Halen, uh, and Metallica definitely in front. Well, I, I would think, not, I'd not have any of those in front. Just by hits? Yeah, I think you've got to judge the catalog versus... I mean, I, their catalog is their catalog because it was cut short. It was truncated, and that is hard to judge. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. If they would have yeah. been longer, I would have put them... But I could not put them in front of Aerosmith or Metallica for sure. But you're telling me that Leonard Skinner doesn't have more hits than Aerosmith? No. No, I no. don't think as they do, As far as Jim. more popular songs? No, no, not even close. They don't, they don't. Not even close. I like them better, trust me, but they don't have more hits yeah, than I mean, Aerosmith. Aerosmith's probably had 20, 25 top 10 singles. Yeah. Okay, that's top 10 singles. I'm just talking about for you personally, hits. For, that you like well, that but I mean, hit. I mean, that's different. Yeah, I mean, I might like deep cover songs. Well, I mean, you like Metallica. Not everybody yeah. loves Metallica. You like this or that. I'm talking about for you, Aerosmith or Leonard Skinner. Which which songs do you like more? More Leonard Skinner songs or more Aerosmith songs? Uh, I mean, there's more to choose from from Aerosmith. Yeah, I'm not asking that. Yeah. Though. Which one? You, I probably mean, Aerosmith. Okay, probably. Yeah. I mean, they just they've done it for. I mean, those guys did it for what five years. I mean, I prefer Leonard Skinner, but Aerosmith's got more hits. Yeah. Yeah. Number two on the list, the Eagles. I don't think you can deny it, it's, like them or hate them. Yeah, I know you don't particularly like them, but I, I mean, I it, was, okay. it was hit after hit after yeah, hit. Yeah, I mean, I Eagles. think they're yeah. happy guys right there. They, yeah, they loved each you know, other. I mean, they? I think there's some really good Eagles, but like Witchy Woman, no thank no, you. I'm not a yeah, fan of but that. You got, yeah. you, get, you got burned out on the Eagles because they were so overplayed in when classic rock exploded as a radio genre, I think. No, but I think they've got to be in this. I, I think number one is way overrated. I've seen them before. Night Ranger? I think they're good. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, now, Tom Petty was a fantastic concert. I would not put him number one. Yeah. I think this is way too high. Hey, Ed, I mean, so some obvious submission, uh, omissions, Rockstar. I mean, R.E.M.? Uh, yeah, they were up. Well, this is the top 100. Like, I don't even like, I mean, you got. But I'd have um, R.E.M. In, yeah, front in front of, of Credence and ZZ Top. Clearwater yeah. Revival? R.E.M.'s better. But I would imagine if you're old, Credence Clearwater Revival were for you in your high school or college years what uh, Guns N' Roses were for you. Oh, maybe so. So some of those people are still getting votes. I'm not a big Credence fan. Um, Where is the greatest American band of all time in KISS? Uh, they retired. They retired. I don't know where they were. Yeah. I mean, this is a hundred bands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think KISS is more of a... Some people might consider them more of a gimmick. Motley Crue? Were they in the top 100? Yeah, they had to be. Well, they had to be top to look, 20. I will look for it and no, I was just wondering. put it on the page. No, we can do that. i got to find it. Then no, I didn't, I didn't need an exact number. I'm just saying they were on the list, though, right? Oh, I'm sure they were. Okay. Fleetwood Mac? They were. A lot of them were British. Mm-hmm. Well, but they played in America. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all I consider. Lionel Messi? Yes. He's not from America, but he's playing here. That is Trash Today, brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. Yeah, did the new year add to your financial uncertainty? Let the experts at Mortgage Right help get your financial house in order. Their team of experts can make sure you're prepared. Anything 2024 may bring, including freeing up cash for the things you need to get done. With location right there, Birmingham, Highway 280. Take control today. Visit 
Uh, mortgage right online. Go to mortgageright.com slash TNR. Call 205-815-9200. NMLS 2239 equal housing. Lender. And our great friends at Redmont, Charles Barkley's Vodka. We love them so much. Eight times distilled, gluten-free wherever you get your vodka. Make it our friends at Redmont Vodka. And they're available in 22 states right now. And you can go buy a new bottle of Redmont Vodka if you're the appropriate age right now with your $5 gift certificate or credit that you're getting. From AT&T. They're sending out a $5 credit. I saw that. All because of the outage last week. Was it worth $5? That, it seemed like it should be more than that. It really didn't impact me that much, to be honest I with you. I didn't notice it. I think I was asleep. Yeah. Never, yeah, never got I it. I mean, if they had not given me a credit, I don't think I'd have fought it. Yeah. We appreciate our friends at Redmont. One more segment to go when we come back right here on TNR. Follow Dunaway on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Dunaway. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine, prepared fresh, daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. Hang out with the next round on the go. Whether you're driving to work, running errands, sitting on the beach, or you just need a break from the real world, we can keep you company. Check out the next round, Mystery Fifth Hour, and our other shows on your favorite podcast app. We'll meet you there. Hey, for all of your IT and printing needs, reach out to our friends at Xerox Business Solutions. Look, I'm still one of those old school guys. I print my notes every single day for the show. If you watch the show here on the next round, you see all the notes in front of me. From day one, Xerox Business Solutions, they've been with us here at the next round. Local for over 45 years. For all of your IT and printing needs, visit XeroxBusinessSolutions.com or call 205-969-3000. That's 205-969-3000. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local, 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook, 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Every day, someone is ridiculed and mocked for the clothing they chose to wear. It's a harsh reality we all must face. But you have the chance to change all of that with one visit to nextround.store. For just a few minutes of browsing, you will observe so many clothing options, from hats to hoodies to t-shirts. Please, for yourself or someone you love, go to nextround.store and embrace the warmth of true attire.
Our Michelson sound of the day comes from Bucky McMillan, head coach of Samford, as the Samford Bulldogs end up repeating as Southern Conference regular season champions. Here's Bucky after clinching that title on Saturday. Accomplishment for our guys and for this program and all the people associated with the university to win the SOCON this year and be able to win it um, and be the one seed going into the tournament. Now, I've always said it's unfortunate in major basketball that sometimes it comes down to three games in March, but the true testament, honestly, for your team is what did you do with that 18 game sample size at their house and our house? And to be able to do that and go back to back and bring home two SOCON championships, the first two Sampers had in back to back seasons, and with so many of these guys that were part of both of them, and then to win it outright on our home floor with two games left, I'm so excited for our university and all the people, not just our players, coaches, everybody associated with the university, those fans. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, so nothing's guaranteed for March Madness, but a dangerous team for Sanford, a big accomplishment for Bucky and that team. Back-to-back SoCon champions. Brought to you by our friends at Michelson Laser Vision. Yeah, 205-969-8100. We were at the RV show this past week, and we saw our friend Amy down there. Call that number. Ask for Amy. Tell her the next round sent you. She's going to hook you up with that pre-inflation price, and you have zero to lose to find out if LASIK is right for you. I got the procedure done over two decades ago. I had the 2200 Vision. I was legally blind without the aid of contacts. Now 2015 Vision, better than 2020. Make the phone call that I made. Dr. Mark Michelson, Dr. Jen Michelson, best in the business, 205-969-8100 or online, MichelsonLaserVision.com. You, you, sorry, Lance, you heard it there from Bucky how much these coaches value that regular season conference championship. I know we talk a lot about it in terms of what Alabama and Auburn and Tennessee are going to do over the next couple of weeks to try to lock down the SEC conference championship, the regular season championship, I should say. But you heard it from Bucky there, and that's even from a coach who knows he's got to win his tournament to get in. It does not matter what they do in the conference. they got to win their tournament, but still, there is great value because it shows your team has stood the test of time. It didn't just get hot at the right time. Yeah, I've always said that, too. Regular season championship outweighs conference tournament championship. Uh, The Cubs signed Cody Bellinger to a three-year, $80 million deal, but basically it's a bunch of one-year deals. There's opt-outs at the end of every year. Uh, Craig Council's the new coach there. I think the Cubs are a playoff team this year. 28-year-old Cody Bellinger man, I, I betting you, on himself. Yeah, Bellinger was one of my favorite Dodgers for a long time, and the guy could absolutely do everything. I mean, just... You know, great arm, great speed, obviously a ton of power, uh, former MVP, and you just thought that he had lost his swing. There was a big loop in the swing, and then for him to be able to go to Chicago, there wasn't much of an expectation, and he hit over 300, which, by the way, his career best as a big leaguer. Um, the power was back with 26 home runs, 97 RBIs, deserved contract. And you just hope if you're a Cubs fan, he can keep the consistency. Brewers, Cardinals, the usual folks there. Uh, Steak, I'll take Cubs playoff. You you say no if you want to? Uh, yeah, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Ah, take the Cubs. Ah. Easy winner. Cubs playoffs this year. Should be fun. Should be a fun time there as baseball gets cranked up. Okay, NFL Combine this week. Uh, starts Thursday. The skilled players go Saturday. We're starting to get guys who are going to throw, not throw. Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, both will not throw at the Combine. They'll throw their pro day. Michael Penix Jr., though, Bo Nix, going to throw at the Combine. You have a uh, you have a feeling either way. You like it when you th- the guys throw there. You understand when they don't throw there. Yeah, I mean, look, Caleb Williams got nothing to gain. And the way people are talking about Jaden Daniels, he's got nothing to gain right now. He's going to be 
at least the worst case third quarterback off the board. He's going to go in the top ten. Um, I think if you're Bo Nix and Michael Penix, it is questionable whether or not you're going to be in the first round. And this is going to be the difference if you throw well at the combines. Good chance you're in the first round. If you don't, probably going to fall. I, I think for Penix, it's all about the medical evaluations, too. I mean, obviously he's got to throw well at the combine, but the medical evaluations are going to determine everything for him. This is a guy, correct me if I'm wrong, two ACL surgeries, Lance, one on both knees. Am yeah, I right about I that? Think so, yes. Mm-hmm. An ACL on both sides, that ties the record. And he... I mean, that's, that's a huge question if I'm an NFL franchise. Yeah, I think Daniel Jeremiah said in one of y'all's he did. Uh, disrupt that it will not, it, it's about how will the knee respond to another ACL surgery. You yep. have to play it out that he's going to have another one. How would the knee respond yeah. to another one? DJ's, DJ's point was all right, let's say Penix is a really good quarterback on evaluation, right? Everybody likes his quarterback skills. You now put him on the board, though, in the red flag area, no matter what. And any franchise has him in the red flag area because of those two surgeries. And does his skill outweigh a guy, Lance, that hasn't had one of those two surgeries? Hasn't had any surgeries, perhaps. You know, Bo Nix obviously had the leg injury at Auburn, far less concerning than two surgeries by Michael Penix. But even if you take a down, you know, let's go Austin Reed, who played at Western Kentucky. To my knowledge, I don't think he battled any injuries. If you think Austin Reed and Michael Penix are anywhere close to one another, I, th- I bet more franchises go Reed just because of those injury concerns. I mean, that's a huge gamble. Uh, T. Higgins. I you are about to do some sort of eye No, test. no, no. I mean, yeah. it, I, I agree with you, Brown. <laughs> it is, but watching yeah. Penix this year. Oh, I agree. But, yeah. I mean, you But he was, and people don't talk about this enough. He was really hurt against Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But watching Penix this year, he was really good. But you know what happened if Penix blew another knee? I, I go recruit another good quarterback, or I've got Austin Mack standing behind him who I really, really like. You know what happens when he blows a knee in the NFL? First of all, I miss the playoffs. And then I'm in a situation where I don't know if I need to draft another quarterback. I mean, you, you screw that up at quarterback, and that could be a two- or three-year penalty for you in the NFL. So it's a huge concern. Dallas, that was the joke. That's how you, you don't beat the tie. Uh, T. Higgins uh, is franchise tagged with the Bengals. Not that big a deal because the Bengals, San Francisco, and some teams getting bailed out with now the largest increase ever in the salary cap, $30.6 million increase, 13.6%. That's great news for the 49ers, who we really had on the clock of breaking up because they were up against the wall salary cap. They get a big advantage here. Yeah, I think it shows you how healthy the NFL obviously is right now. In 10 years, the salary cap is about doubled. Yeah, in 1994, the whole salary cap was $34.6 million. We just had a $30.6 million increase. Yeah, I, I don't know what the number is going to be this year, but Roger Goodell talked at the Super Bowl about trying to guide the NFL towards a $25 billion revenue year. Right. $25 billion revenue year. Probably got it if we're, we're upping it up, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know where it was this year, but that's Goodell's vision. And there were a lot of people when he first said that. They're like, there's no way. And well, now I, you look at it, and you're like, there is a way. You know, the contract, though, I just wonder how much more are they making with YouTube than they actually made with DirecTV? I would imagine more when you think. I mean, it has to, or they wouldn't yeah. have left, right? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. So, yeah, they're making a little bit more with YouTube. The TV numbers are only going up. They just had their two most-watched Super Bowls in history. They'll make money on that, too. Tell us about it, Sports Allegiance, LT. Uh, yeah, our friends want to remind you that it's your opportunity to uh, call your state senator today. I'm going to give you this number. 
and you have the opportunity to reach out and get this this bill passed, Bill 151. Uh, this is big, and just let me find the exact here. Uh, Alabama, one of only 12 states right now where you can't legally place that wager, wager. You've got an opportunity to get the right to vote on lottery, casinos, sports betting. House Bill 151 will allow you to choose whether or not you can place a big game, big bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery gaming bill. For more information, bettingalliance.org. That number, by the way, that you can call. 334-261-0800. Put it in the group text today. Send it out. 334-261-0800. Paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Miami and North Carolina tonight, 6 o'clock ESPN. Baylor and TCU tonight, 8 o'clock ESPN. These guys will have a video coming up in a moment where you can participate in everything that's going on at lanceslock.com. Lanceslock.com. By the way, Mississippi State has won five straight, is it? Or is it three straight? I, can't I think it's five straight. I think it's but, five but, but straight. Guess who they get? Who they get? Kentucky, right? Kentucky. Kentucky. Could be a dangerous game Bad for the timing. Cats. Could be. Yeah. I mean, the way they responded to the last big win. Yeah. Nebraska looks like they're in the tournament. Teams that could miss the tournament all of a sudden. Florida Atlantic, 7-5 and five in I quad know. one, quad two. Bad but, loss yesterday. But now they're trending down as they lose to Memphis. They may actually have to win the AAC to get in. Yeah, look like an at-large almost all season long until it mattered the most. And Michigan State, who loses yesterday, uh, they are, they're an 8-10 seed now. But if they lose some games down the stretch, their next game's against Purdue. They've got a, they, a, a chance to get a big win, but no guarantee Izzo's in March. Ohio State's played their best basketball since they fired their coach. Yep. I mean, that's two huge wins for them. For Not that they're going to make the tournament unless they win their conference. Yep. Uh, has Flanagan been suspended, Brown? Did you I've see that one? I haven't nope. seen it. Yeah. No, nope. I haven't seen anything. We'll keep an eye on that. We're back with you tomorrow. 9 a.m. Central Time. Until next time, God bless you. God bless America.